About seven years ago, my adventurous group of girlfriends started talking about hiking 500 miles across Spain on the Camino de Santiago de Compostela. The idea of that adventure and a much extended girls weekend really excited me. Like many, many Americans, we had watched the movie The Way, which is a 2011 film starring Martin Sheen. And Martin Sheen's character walks the Camino in honor of the son that he lost. And without giving away too much of the plot, suffice it to say that the journey transforms him. And so we started talking about this trip on Wine Wednesdays and Girls Weekends and Saturday morning runs until someone finally said, let's pick the year and do it. Let's commit to it. So we settled on the summer of 2019, just after our friend Tracy would have celebrated her 60th birthday. Over the course of the next few years, my motivation for walking the Camino shifted from this adventure and extended girls weekend to this desperate need to walk my way out of this black hole of mom guilt that was engulfing my entire being. Our son had been battling anxiety and depression for several years, and no matter what my husband and I were trying, nothing was working. I was feeling hopeless, exhausted, and guilty about everything. I was guilty about things that were said and not said, guilty about help that was sought without success, guilty for not really knowing how to help him, and guilty that at times my own son didn't really want to live. And that guilt spilled over into every aspect of my life, and everything became extremely hard, from teaching to coaching cross-country and track, and even time with my girlfriends that was often a much-needed escape was just really hard. I was trying to be myself, and I just couldn't do it anymore. And I was feeling not worthy of the important people in my life and really just consumed with guilt. So suffice it to say that by the time I was ready to leave, the important people in my life were ready for me to go. And they were hoping that the journey would bring me home. And a close friend who was on the front lines with me through a lot of this wrote me a note before I left. And she said that she wished for me to find perspective and forgiveness and joy. And I wanted that too. But I was wary of putting too much pressure on myself and on this trip. My friends, Tracy, Brian Ann, and I, had decided that while we would meet each night and stay in the same place, we would be on our own journey during the day. The contents of my backpack weighed close to 18 pounds, but that was nothing compared to the guilt that I was carrying with me each and every day. When I arrived in France, the destination, or the, <laughs> the beginning of my journey, where my journey would begin, I saw the first sign marking the Camino, and it took my breath away. The Camino is marked with scallop shells and arrows, and those symbols would come to mean so much to me in the days that followed, as they often pointed me in the right direction just when I was unsure of my path. My first day on the Camino was a 15-mile hike with a 3,600-foot elevation gain up and over the Pyrenees, into Spain, and it was breathtaking. The beautiful scenery, the animals roaming freely, the opportunity to talk 
and meet with people from around the world was already filling me up. And I just knew that this physical challenge and the scenery and getting the chance to listen to people's stories would be just what I needed to find my way back home again. Then came the first night in the hostel. Hundreds of people sleeping in bunk beds, snoring and snorting and rustling and zipping and unzipping and really generally making it impossible to sleep. And while I wasn't, I, well, I was used to functioning on very little sleep because guilt had spilled its way into that aspect of my life as well, I was worried about what my mind did when it was awake. And so I lay there in that top bunk, cycling through my mistakes, feeling guilty and feeling worried that I might never be okay again. And so for the next 12 days, I walked. And I talked to people from all over the world, and I listened to their stories. And their stories weren't so different from mine. And I talked to moms from around the world, and they all had some, some form of mom guilt. And many were there walking off that guilt, just like I was trying to do. And so I listened, and I took one foot in front of the other, and I processed, and I reflected, and I drank red wine. And I didn't have any guilt on that, because red wine has restorative properties that your muscles need after a long day of hiking. So on the Camino, I found um, literal and figurative signs that were meant just for me. Uh, one in particular was at the top of a mountain outside of Pamplona, and it said, don't forget, you are always on the way. And I could see truth in that sign. And I was on my way, and I was going to take this experience with me. By the time I reached Burgos, which was our one and only rest day, I was feeling this need to message the important people in my life an apology for not being who they deserved for the past couple of years. And so I started with my son. <clears throat> I apologized for things that were said out of frustration in the heat of the moment. I apologized for treatment that was sought and did not produce the intended results. I apologized for not knowing how to help him. I begged him to not give up on himself, and I said that we would never give up on him. And he responded. And that was everything. And I started to feel a little bit lighter. And one by one, I sent messages to my daughter and to my friends. And while they would say that that wasn't necessary, it was part of my process. It was something I felt like I needed to do. I was almost halfway through my journey, and I was feeling better. But I also had moments of panic at times because I worried that my journey was going to end before I was really truly ready. But I kept walking, and I soaked up the scenery, and I soaked up the stories that people were telling me, and I soaked up unbiased advice from strangers, and I continued to soak up red wine. And I especially soaked up quality time with my friend Tracy. When we would, especially at night, we would recount the events of our day, and just spend that quality time together that focusing on talking about whatever we wanted. And one day in particular, we had decided that we were going to stay together and we were going to tackle this long Roman road. 
and we were going to leave our mom guilt on this long Roman road. And this road was 11 miles of rocky, rocky, rough road in the middle of the Meseta, just farmland on each side in the middle of nowhere. And the sun beat down on us mercilessly, and we walked, and we, we walked together, sometimes in silence and sometimes sharing stories. And we got to the end of that road, and we cried because we couldn't step off of that road just yet because the guilt was still there. And so we stood there, and finally we thought, we can't just stand here in the blistering sun. So we headed into the village thinking, well, that didn't work. Red wine it is. There is a tradition on the Camino where you bring a rock from home that is to represent a burden. And you place it at the top of this mountain at the base of this cross called Cruz de Ferro. Guess which burden I chose. I, yes, I brought my rock from home and I was going to leave my guilt on the mountain. And I got to the top of the mountain and I stood at the base of that cross with piles of rocks representing burdens from all around the world with loved ones' names written on them and messages written on them. And it was overwhelming. And I placed my rock, my guilt, on the mountain. And as I headed down the mountain, and I was, feeling, I was feeling better, but I was also realizing that while my journey was going to have a destination in Santiago, my journey to forgiveness, my path to forgiveness, might not actually end there. And as I walked those final steps into Santiago and I stood at the base of St. James Cathedral with tears in my eyes and truly a feeling that was indescribable, I took a deep breath and I felt like I could breathe for the first time in a long time. And in the days that followed, I processed and I reflected. I would be on a walk near my house and see a yellow arrow and almost instinctively follow it, even though it led to a gas line. And while nothing with my son's mental, mental health had changed or improved, and I was still navigating the unknown, I was able to think about and reflect on those conversations that I had from moms around the world and how the theme that continued to emerge was that I have to forgive myself for mistakes that I have made, especially those that I've made out of love and good intentions. And a little over two years have passed since my journey, and I think about it every day. Every day I reflect on the lessons that I learned and I use those lessons and those messages to offer me some renewed perspective for my life. There's no such thing as destination freedom from guilt. There is only perspective, forgiveness, and the desire to remember the way. And there's also red wine. Thank you.